Live from the William Hill Sportsbook at Silver 7's Hotel and Casino, it's Cofield and Company. Here we go. Five o'clock hour. Cofield and Company, Silver 7's. Uh, this will be our last show at Silver 7's for a, a little while. Appreciate what they've done for us over the last couple of years. You want to come down and uh, treat them well. Their happy hour will continue up until football season, and I'm sure they're going to have some awesome football promotions and uh, nights promotions, right, on the beer specials. So look for that. Right now they've still got their prime rib special rolling out at the City Cafe on Friday and Saturday nights, 4 p.m. until close. Just 21 bucks for the uh, slow roasted prime rib with the giant baked potato, seasonal vegetables. Again, that's upstairs at the City Cafe, and they are making the Bud Light Sports Lounge into a bigger and bigger entertainment venue. I know Adam's not here all the time, but you'll notice, Adam, that there is now a dance floor, and there used to be a small area to sit and watch our show. There are, <laughs> There's now a lot of chairs and tables. Still not enough. Full, full house. Yes, we've, we're, we're crowded down here, but uh, for the entertainment on Friday and Saturday nights, uh, after 9 o'clock, they've got a shot and a beer special. Three bucks for a shot and a beer. Hello. I paid uh, the other day on the strip. I don't drink this, but I paid for a vodka, soda, and lime. It was $19.10. In your regular skinny glass. That was it. <laughs> yeah. but That and a beer, and I think the round was like $37. Yeah, but a lot of drinks in the gas lamp this weekend. It was uh, oh. it's not cheap. Yeah, what's going on there? Have they jacked everything up? Well, it's always been fairly expensive, but it's actually it's not as bad as you're referencing on the strip, no, the strip side of control. Dude, but, it's insanity. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's pricey. But I wasn't planning on doing this. Could I do it quickly? I'm going to do it quickly because I know you're price conscious, but you also get caught in these quandaries. Your situation's really bad when you go out with a group. Adam does not drink a whole lot, so when he goes out of town. He will tie one on, but in sure. town, he does not really invite. So, I'm out over the weekend at said joint where I paid nineteen ten for one vodka soda and lime. I go to dinner with a group. It's a family connected to the SO. It is, and there's a boyfriend there. So, we've got what? Five, right? So, it's SO and myself and five others. So, we go to a restaurant and... The the bill comes up to, this is with tip included, $438 for seven. Not bad. But I was like, we'll split it. And Ooh. then after I looked at it, Ooh. I was looking at the receipt, and several of the folks in the other party were annihilated. So they ordered food, and then they were like, oh, box it up. And you know, I'm looking at them like, you better eat that. But then I also noticed afterwards when I looked on the bill, because I'm like you. Well, you're even worse because, like, you'll go out and you get – it's like, hey, Adam got three iced teas, and then, you know, everyone else at the table got three drinks, and it's like, yeah, let's split it six ways. Like, wait a second. <laughs> wait, what? what the – you know, like, what the hell is going on here? So, yeah, it wasn't – it wasn't even the, – the splitting didn't bother me because I just made the decision. But I got, I, I got done, and did I say 438? I think it was 467. So it was like 238 uh, for us, my share, right? And I walked away, and I was like, I had a, 
I had two pieces of chicken, two pieces of waffle, uh, like four spoonfuls of mac and cheese, and two beers. It was a good deal. I'm like 238. Like, what just happened here? Well, the SO probably did a bunch of shots, too. She didn't. Imagine. She didn't. No, the, the problem was the, the, the other folks with, with us, were they were drinking, but I didn't know what they ordered. So one was like a Maker's, and it was like an old-fashioned with Maker's. Sure. And I noticed the person at the end of the meal was like, do I have a drink? I'm like, the whole thing's still there. <laughs> and then I think he chugged it, but I don't know if he did. It might have left half. And that drink alone was like $29. So I know I talk about prices all the time on the show, and I'm sure there's people out there, and especially people in the service industry, are like, "Shut up!" Like, I mean, our side does have to pay. Like, so, yeah. like, the, it is real money, and the, well, it's not. It's, you're not really complaining about the price. You're more complaining. I mean, it was the, price it, is one thing. It's more. It was the act of it's the more share. The split. Yeah, it was the act of the but share. You're the one that said let's split it. I know. Because because then you then what are you going to do? It's, in that case, it's pretty easy I mean, to check. Am I going to be am I going to be grandma and be like, okay, let me have my no, but in that case, it's pretty like, easy. Oh, it was really only one sixty two. One check for us two. One check for you five. I hate doing that. Why? I don't know. I just if hate doing it. I w- I hate it if it's if it's seven people we're getting seven checks. Right. That's obnoxious to the server. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But if it's two groups, two checks. I'll look at you. All right. Yeah. Logic. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. I figured you'd be the voice of reason. But I also know that you get caught in these positions often where you're doing some sort of split and you, well, get, I'll tell you, you get annihilated. I'll tell you the other problem, though, and this happens far too often. As you said, when I'm in Vegas, I don't really, I don't really drink when I'm out. And so it, you'll sit at a table and you'll be the only sober one there. So you're the one that has to do the math and you're like, okay. Like everybody's just throwing the money to you and you're like, you pay. Like uh, no one is even close. I'll tell you what I think has been a massive advance. In this whole process, is so few people carry cash. Cash when you split is the devil. Yeah, because no one can do the math. No, and I've seen you have. I've, I've seen you have to deal with yeah. this. I collect. I collect the cash. It'll get to the end, and the bill's like it's six hundred dollars, and it gets to me, and I'm like, all right, there's two hundred sixty four here. Yeah. How true what, story? What is ha- What yeah. what just happened? No one. No one. No one can calculate tax yeah. or or tip or, or tip. Yeah, or drinks. Cause they're like, ah, I had a, I had a, my meal was twenty, and I had, I had six drinks, so that's probably another fifteen. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> so that's forty with tax and tip. You, like, no. I've seen many times when you got an iced tea, some food, and again, it's a, it's a four hundred dollar bill, and you've got two eighty. Yeah. Like, okay, well, now I'm going to pay the extra one twenty no, and no, then no, tip no, on top tip. of it. Yeah. It's, it's so bad. Uh, it's, it's preposterous. All right, headlines at five. We got some important stuff coming up. I think this is the most important. Um, we're getting ready for the hot dog eating contest. It really is the week of the year. It's on the 4th, uh, noon for the men. The women, I think, kick off at 1045. Uh, this is all, no, you know, that's Eastern time. So it's 9 and 745, our time. So I've noticed, you know, I was doing some research for it. I'm like, all right, now let me see the list of contestants. I'm like, man, it's the same people every year. I'm like, where are the new entries? Because meanwhile... I don't know how much action you get with, uh, like, food, um, competitive food influencers and people doing these contests at different places. You know, hey, eat this and you get a $100 gift card or, you know, no, only three people have done it. You get $1,000 for eating, you know, 11 pounds of food. But there's a lot of people doing it, right? And I just keep seeing the same people in the freaking contest. There's, like, no one coming up to challenge Joey Chestnut. Mickey Sudo, the women's champ, has even less competition. I don't want to kill this lady, but... There, there's a lady, Mary Bowers, 
who I think has qualified here a couple times. Like her, she's been on the contest like seven times. I think her career high for 10 minutes is like 12 hot dogs. Like, how is she still in the contest? Pathetic. It's, it's weird. So I, I found, and I, you know, a lot of people watch this lady, uh, by the way, including Dan Helley. I don't know if you heard yesterday we had on the uh, Power Slap announcer, Dan Helley. Okay. And, and then I had tweeted about Raina Wong, right, who's a competitive eater and, you know, pretty thin lady, nice looking lady. But she, I mean, she can just, I, I don't know where she puts it. She just eats and eats and eats and does all these challenges. And even Dan came out and he's like, wow, I went down a rabbit hole on Raina's account. It's pretty impressive. Every day. She's posting from some restaurant where she's just crushing food. Now, she did tell us that's an illusion, that she's not out every day, that she kind of times it. So there's, like, a bunch at one time. So so anyway, we kind of got into, like, the whole thing. Like, where's she from? She's here all the time. Uh, But she's fascinating. The food she eats is just incredible. Kind of, you know, like, Chestnut's kind of, he's not a fat guy. He's a big guy. He's probably 6'1 and, you know, whatever, 190 pounds, 200 pounds. Um, Some of the women, like, Mickey's pretty decent size. She's not big. But some of the women, like the Black Widow, Sonia Thomas, was like 90 pounds. Yeah. And she's like, hot dog, hot dog. You're like, where, what the hell's going on? So this is the next generation. Like, Rain is, Rain Wong's crazy. So I, the night before, uh, the day before we booked her, I had told Willie, I'm like, hey, look at some video here. I'm going to try to, the vest uh, booking crew is going to try to grab her. And I also showed him, her other specialty is the one-bite sausage, the one-bite hot dog. Where, I mean, she just, she will chug down. I mean, it, these are massive sausages. And it's just like, boop, it's gone. So we're, we're doing the interview. We're getting all this good information. I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to break a story here with MLE, which I'll get to. Put some pressure on the Shea Brothers. And then Willie comes out with this. I want to go out to eat with you. Oh, wait a second. But I don't She's know if I want what? to eat as much as you. Oh. Here's the thing. I can bring the business credit card, but what am I looking at for a bill depending on where we go? Because, I mean, I, I don't mind paying for dinner, but are guys intimidated to take you out? Because, I mean, I would be like, well, wait a minute. How much is she going to order? <laughs> well, no, because I've told you, like, when I'm not doing Kaveta eating, I eat very normal. Okay. Okay, was that was that a good probing informational question, or did we just set up a guest for Willie to ask out? Yeah, it's like the, <laughs> James the interviews are not Tinder. What are we doing? I mean, I'll be honest. I think I think Dan Ellie, the uh, the power slap announcer. I don't know what his status is, but I think I think he was sucked in by the uh, one bite sausage. Probably. I think uh, a lot of men are. A lot of men are. Also, is Willie Willie trying to drop in the business account? Like, what? That's, it's your account. It's just yes. your, what are you? That was that that reminded me of someone else who did shows with us. Oh, for sure. You know, 100%. You know what I'm talking That's about, big. right? Sports pig. Of course. What's, what's the story for the audience who hasn't heard the sports pig Detroit Super Bowl trip story? I mean, there's many, but it's, it's, I mean, there he was, it was your own business, like you and him together, but really you. But well, it really wasn't. It was, he mine, just wanted, it was, mine, he's like, it was mine and I had a He just backer. wanted more money, more right. money, more money. He's like, just write it off. Yeah. We just at, write we, it we off. We were at Cheetah, a strip club in Canada, because we were like, hey, if we do strip clubs in Vegas, we're going to do gentlemen's clubs at the Detroit Super Bowl. We're not just sitting on Radio Row. We're going to go across the border. We went to this place, Cheetah, and and it's not like I, I don't mind on a business trip if it's like, hey, you know, Pig wants eight shots and food and beers. But what was he spending the money on? Girls, the women, yeah. Like he wanted to put, he wanted to put lap dances on the business account. But it's not a like real, I can't like, go back to the backer and be like. Why was it seven hundred dollars at Cheetah in Canada? Well, Sports Pig decided to get you know four lap dances and uh, bottle service. But it it was, would have been more than that. It was more the lack of understanding of what writing it off means. That too. He's like, just give me more money. Write it off. <laughs> like, like what, what? What do you mean? It's not a full refund. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, 
So with the competitive eating thing, and I know you get intense about it, so I, but I, so I want you to judge me on this one. So what, what I've discovered here, and it, it'll be laid out here in a cut, is I, again, I feel like the field is not growing with new competitive eaters that I see. They're not in this hot dog eating contest. So I started to roll this by Justin Watkins later. Give it a listen, and maybe it's cringy. We believe that it's a bit exclusionary. Yeah. Because somehow, someway, Kobayashi has just, just been shut out of this thing, mm-hmm. and Chestnut is the champ, but and he looks like a dominant champ that no one in the world can compete with. And we know when he first came in, Kobayashi could beat him. Right. Kobayashi eats similar numbers, but it's weird. It's it's like a it's like a fight promotion. Yep. Like if you're not part of their fight promotion, you're not in. Sure. That's right. why there's so many good eaters outside of MLE, outside of the Shays organization, evil organization. Well, dun dun dun. We just had on Raina Wong, who's an amazing eater, more of a volume eater than a speed eater. She just told us she's doing a five-minute hot dog eating contest coming up in San Diego, and her goal is like 20. So she said, ah, you know what, for 10 minutes, it's going to go down. So, I mean, then you're talking like 32, 34 maybe, right? Mickey Sudo usually wins in the 40s. So, like, she should be in the contest. Uh, we're having a lady on, Molly Schuyler, who is unbelievable. I think she's the best eater in the world. Better than Mickey Sudo. Well, Molly's already done a 10-minute contest this year where she did 53 and a half. Every time I need more competition and to break the evil giant, do I have to now call in the Saudis? I mean, is that what has to happen? Do you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. That the way it's set up with ESPN's partnership with the Shea Brothers, they've got Major League Eating, the MLE, and the IFOCE. If you sign a contract, you have to be in their contest and you can't do anything else. And what that means is that Kobayashi has been shut out. New male leaders have been shut out because you have to go on their tour or that's it. Yeah. You can't be part of the hot dog eating contest. And there's no doubt in my mind that Mickey Sudo versus uh, Miley Schuyler, who you just heard me say, 53 and a half in 10 minutes this year, and with Raina Wong in there. Those would probably be the top three finishers. But right now, a lot of the contests, these contests with Mickey Sudo, she'll finish with 43. The next per- the next woman has 21. And then, you know, again, Mary Bowers, poor lady. But, uh, you know, she'll have nine. Like, how is someone eating nine hot dogs in the contest anymore? No, it's, it's preposterous. This is like letting Tank Abbott, you know, be the heavyweight champ at USC. Well, it's, he can't do it now. He, he'd have no shot. There's more like... The actual UFC, where like there might be better fighters out there, but if you don't want to sign an exclusive contract with UFC, you can't find out. I mean, that, that is kind of what it is. Am I too hardcore on this? No, it's. I mean, you there want you, you want go. the best competitors around in every in every competition, and you know it was it was when you know we couldn't get players from Cuba into the major leagues. It's kind of the same thing. You didn't know who the best players were. Now we're finding out. International basketball players are getting involved. Now we're finding out who the best players are. You could have you you lived in your little bubble before and pretended that the NBA was the, all the best players in the world. It's not. It wasn't. Now it is. They need to open the same thing for competitive eating. Okay. Well, I'm glad you agreed. And that we uh, were robbed of Kobayashi Chestnut for years. Probably 12 years. Yeah. We'll have more news and notes on the hot dog eating contest. It is our five day lead up to the July 4th eating contest. Like I said, tomorrow, uh, God willing, it's an important interview. Uh, Molly will be on with us, and uh, she's incredible, Molly Schuyler. I think she's. By the way, Raina Wong also has a lot of contests. It's it's uh, female versus male. She just takes freaking. I almost said takes dudes down uh, after talking about the uh, the one bite hot dog. Um, but she she'll go head to head with guys. Molly Schuyler's been in. I have to look it up. She's been in the wing bowl. 
you know, the one of the Philly radio stations does the wing bowl in front of like 15,000 at uh, the basketball arena, hockey arena, whatever it is in Philly. Yeah. He's crushing dudes. Great. Yeah. But not involved. The competition's out there. There's not allowed in. All right. I think you are going to rip my head off on this one. Okay. When we talked yesterday about the Riley Smith trade, Willie said he was seeing a lot of people, VGK fans, on social media very upset. Very upset. A listener, Mark, responded to me and said, Barbashev is a huge upgrade over Riley Smith. No one is mad. Everyone gets it now. He's talking about the fans, that they've reached a level of sophistication that they now get it. There is no anger like there was in the past when they would turn over the roster in certain spots to get better. People just get it. I think for the most part, you did see that yesterday. Of People were like, what am I going to say? They won. But those are a lot of the same people that said they were never going to cheer for the team again, too. So Right. But, but it's progress. No, no, they'll never. I, I, I mean, do you want them? Do you want the same people who said, hey, it's business. I get it. It is an upgrade. Barbie's younger. We knew to keep the, uh, the team together that someone was going to have to go. I'm sad it's Riley Smith, but I get it. They just won the cup. These guys know what they're doing. Should there be a follow-up? I was wrong all the time in questioning them and getting so mad and saying that I don't like them and I won't watch the team anymore. Do they have to throw that in there like, I was wrong? No, but I mean, I, I assume those people aren't following the team anymore, right? They made the declaration. They're never no. going to follow them. They're never going to so, pay attention anymore. Well, I'm sure less than 1% quit on the team. Saw many of those people at the parade. <laughs> no, way. exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I, I think that that is the, the kind of understanding. Now, I did see some people that fought back and just said, I saw a more analytical fight back of, hey, look, Riley Smith's a better player than Barbershev. Like, you're taking a chance on Barbershev's future that he's going to get to that level right now. Riley Smith's better, and Riley Smith's had a better track record. Now, he's older, so it's a little bit different. But th- I did see that kind of pushback. But, yeah, I think people have, for the most part, said, oh, look, I can't, you know, I can't, I, I can't stick to this, you know, why are you getting rid of these guys thing anymore? You won a cup. And so I, I think that does buy you a little bit of time. Uh, but th- the people who said they weren't going to cheer for this team anymore were done with the team, like they knew who they are too. Uh, I think a lot of people went back and deleted a lot of tweets, but um, you know who you are out there. You know who you are. You do, they do. Yeah, well, the NFL is probably tracking them, right? NFL knows everything. Well, your phone company is. Phone company does. There's Big Brother everywhere, uh, believe me. Well, I was thinking of something the other night. I kept getting – oh, you know what it was? Uh, I've gotten into uh, – based on Miles Simmons from Pro Football Talk, I've gotten into the show The Bear. Sure. So I've been watching it a lot. And I'm not – as I'm watching it, my phone's there. I'm not sitting there going, oh, The Bear, it's about this. Like, talking about it. It is the phone is listening to the GDAM TV, and now I'm being fed on TikTok, freaking interviews from the bear, season two reaction. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to see this. I mean, we are we're getting big brothered in a different way, all over the place. There is no privacy, There's not no even question. in your freaking home. So, no question. so if you're an NFL player and you're like, I don't know how they know what I'm betting. They know. There's lots of ways. They know. Uh, let's qualify some folks for, or at least one person for, the Lotus Summer of Fun. Giveaway right now, 364 1100. Caller 7. Ari's going to take care of you. Uh, you qualify to win some tickets to the Aviators, and you're in for the grand prize this week's trip. And it's trips. This week's trip is five days in Maui and 1500 bucks in cash. Or you can just take the cash $3,000 in cash. It's take the trip or take the cash. It's the Lotus Summer of Fun. Caller 7 364 1100. 
daily happy hour from 3 to 5 p.m. Pint shots and margaritas for $2.77 at the Silver and Gold Sports Bar inside the Silver 7's Hotel and Casino. at the William Hill Sportsbook inside Silver 7s. It's Cofield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas. Big night in town. New York Liberty are here to take on your Las Vegas Aces. So let's get some uh, good hardcore expertise on this. It's Adam Hill, Steve Cofield, Cofield and Company. Maggie Hendricks from Bally's is on the horn with us. Maggie. So good to hear from you, Cofield. Yes, we have a lot to talk about. Yes, first, first person that's ever said that you know, normally and not, not <laughs> <Yeah>. been sarcastic. <laughs> he sort of meant it. Um, I have to, I, I don't even know if it's an apology, but I do have to say um, don't ever take any of my tweets about your food. When you put up food pictures and I give like a chef's kiss, I don't want to come off as yes. creepy. You, it just always hits at the right point where I'm hungry and I see you tweet out <laughs> something with food and I'm like, my God, this is awesome. <laughs> I've, I've never taken it as creepy, so good. you're good there. You're good, good deal. Good deal. All right. We are going to get to an angle that Adam Hill has on the Aces that will be a little more negative. I want to come out and talk about the start in a positive way. I thought this team would be really good. Um, I've been blown away by the consistency. They had the one effort where they just kind of ran out of gas, and I think they wound up losing to the Sun on the road, 94-77. Beyond that, it seems like every game is 90-plus points. Um, almost all of them are blowouts. They've had a couple of tight games. Have you been impressed by the Aces? We know they had a loaded roster, but the consistency here to get out to the start is ridiculous. Yeah, because it's not just that they have great players, but those great players are making each other better. So, like, the New York Liberty also have a lot of great players, but they're still, they are finally starting to figure things out and figure each other out. But with the Aces, I mean, they already won a championship. They already knew each other fairly well. And then they put in Candace Parker and they bring in Alicia Clark and that they just seamlessly fit in. Um, like you were saying, they're averaging 92 points a game. That's, I am not sure where that is in the WNBA record books, but it definitely has to be up there because, and then they're, they're holding their opponents. The average is 77.4 points a game. So it's just, it's, it's like somebody is a big star every single night, and they just have so many stars. Who do you think the ace is who kind of runs the whole thing? They have so many good players. Who is the best player? I think she dropped. Yeah. We'll reconnect here in a second. Best player, Adam? Jackie Young? I mean, Asia I Wilson? I think it's Asia Wilson. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Candace Parker is historically great, um, and she's embraced the role that she has with them, but... I would think right now it's Asia, although, I mean, there's different times in the game when they all kind of take control. There was a, a stretch last game where Kelsey Plum just took over, and she's capable of doing that. And, you know, you just see different players step up at different times in the game and, and take over. And that that's kind of a luxury that you have, obviously, when you have that great of a team. But it's also, um, it's also why it's going to be very tough for anybody to really compete when, hey, you've got three of the best players in history that are struggling today, and three of the other best players in history are actually on. So right. let's go. Uh, Maggie, who do you think is the best player on the Aces? Okay, this is going to be controversial, but I think it's Chelsea Gray. <laughs> because of how Chelsea can be a star herself and then also make her teammates shine. Like, she just does such a good job on both ends of the court with that. 
All right. I mean, I think it's definitely under consideration. She's been unreal, and, and uh, her leadership and some of the passes this year have been crazy. And I also think she had a very important part in bringing Candace Parker in and making Candace Parker feel comfortable with this team because they have been friends for a very long time and we're in each other's weddings and things like that. So, you know, they are very those two are very tight knit, which I think made everything more seamless for Candace Parker. You know, something we haven't addressed, and Maggie Hendricks with us, uh, WNBA expert, expert on lots of things with Bally Sports. Um, <laughs> the the Becky Hammond stuff was was pretty serious stuff, the allegations with De'Erica Hamby. And you know, after I read through it, I was like, well, this is kind of that old school, I don't give an S about what your problems are. If you're not there for the team 100%, um, you know, then I, I don't even bother with you. But the problem is there's workplace violations in that. You can't, you can't do that. I just... I'm also amazed by just how kind of seamless she just walked right back in. Two-game suspension. It doesn't look like anyone on the team is pissed off at her. They're playing great basketball. Yeah, I you know I think that they probably had to have a whole lot of discussions and clear the air moments because there are mothers. Like Candace is a mother on the team, so like you had to have discussions to kind of clear how everybody was feeling and where everybody's priorities were. Um, but then after that, then yeah, it was it was time to ball, and they all they all focused on what their job is, and they continue to focus on what their job is every night. Why are the Liberty the the biggest threat to the Aces? We know about their player acquisition, but have they come together? What have you seen so far? Yeah, the thing is, is when they come together, it is just it's just beautiful to watch because like their ball movement is so gorgeous, the way they play in the paint. Um, whether it's Sabrina Ionescu or Courtney Vandersloot hitting from the three, they just, uh, but Nigel Laney's defense is so incredible. So when they are coming together, they do, they do just, they're just gorgeous out there. And it's tough to stop Brianna Stewart when she's hot. Um, but I do think if there's anybody who can stop it, it's Asia Wilson. 13 and one. And it looks like there could be, you know, a super two in this league. I'm not sure the Liberty are there yet, but is this kind of dominance at the top of the league good for the WNBA? I mean, you're a writer and you, you track, you, you know, over the years you guys tracked everything at USA Today and Yahoo and Traffic Matters. Is this good for the league, to, especially to have a super powerhouse team out to a 13-1 start? Yeah, it is because there are now more household names and there's more there's more, like this is the third time I'm talking today about tonight's game and okay. it is June. It's before the All-Star game. You know, it's early. I'm not usually this busy this early to use that very small metric. So, I feel like that is a good, you know, a good indicator that people are just interested and you know, people want to see great games. I, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what sport you care about. You don't want to watch a blowout, but you do want to watch two teams in the best, the very best in sports go at it. I mean, you guys were just talking, talking about the Chiefs. You didn't want the Chiefs to be playing the Bears in the Super Bowl. And yes, I will throw my Bears out there. You wanted them to be playing the best. You wanted the good games out there. So this is we're just getting this early. But I guess the the question would be, and Steve already said I was going to be negative on this, which I am. I have, <laughs> you been. have been. You have I have been, been before. If the Chiefs were winning every game 63-6, to six, nobody would be watching regular season games. And th that's why I'm like, why are we watching these games until the postseason? It doesn't make any sense. Well, I, for me, I mean, I do it cause, partly because it's my job. But also, 
I'm just seeing so many great games, and I'm seeing good challenges to the Aces. I think the Indiana Fever gave them a heck of a challenge the other night, which was great, because that's the future. Aaliyah Boston is the future. So, like, there are enough storylines and enough things to care about that you still want to watch them. And I do think people are still watching the Chiefs because they want to see if the Chiefs will break 70, even if the Chiefs are beating everybody 63-6. to six. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, maybe I'm. Not, I guess I'm. I am different in that regard. I just. I don't know where the appeal is for a lot of people. Right now, yes, you're looking and you're saying, "Wow, this is a great team." But a month from now, and it's still the regular season, and they're, you know, 24 and two. Like why? I don't. I don't know why. Because people want to see care. dominance. No, you're like, oh, people oh, this could be cool in the playoffs. Breaking. This could be cool in the playoffs. I want to see him go. I want to see him go 39 and one, 38 and two, 37 and three. I mean, this yeah. would be the same yeah. angle, Maggie, in Las Vegas of, you know, if there were sports radio back then, but not as widespread as, as it is now. But, like, being pissed off about the run of Rebels. In their conference, may, they who, were. Who may have had. That's kind of the point. People are like, really? why are they in this conference? That why is, are they winning every year? Why are they going 30-0 oh, in the conference? This is stupid. Well, you're 11 at the time. You have no idea. But that, 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 is, that is the argument, though. That was the argument then. I, just, I, just, I think, I think that there's enough, there's enough challenges and there's enough really great matchups, like tonight, getting to see Chelsea Gray and Courtney Vandersloot, who have played each other a ton in the playoffs, getting to see John Cole Jones and Brianna Stewart against Asia Wilson and Candace Parker in paint. Like, that's huge. Like, yeah. it's, I feel like the matchups and the storylines, which generally the storylines, and particularly in women's sports, do drive viewership. That's that's going to be a huge part of it too. So I feel like there's enough like different little pots of interest that people are coming at it from that there still will be plenty of interest. Maggie Hendricks with us, expert on the WNBA. You follow a lot of sports, and you threw out the Bears. And yeah. listen, Vegas has become, and this show especially, we've always been into this. Uh, we've become very interested in public dollars going to billionaires for new stadiums and arenas. And we yes. just went through this whole fight about the A's. I'm watching what's going on with the Bears, and I'm sickened by it. I guess here's the thing. You know what? Kevin Warren was really good with the Big Ten at making money, and he's doing, I'm sure, what the owners want him to do. But, I mean, right now there's, there's what, a gap of like $4.3 to $7.9 million in taxes that has to be closed in terms of the offers at Arlington Heights. And then I'm watching all these other cities and their mayors come in and they're like, oh, no, 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 we'll give you, we'll give you public money. We'll give you public money. What the hell is going on? I, I don't understand it. As we all know, there, is few, there are a few bigger grifts than public money to stadiums. It's just, it's absolutely insane. And it does literally nothing for, like, there's always claims of, oh, benefits and jobs, and it never comes through. And so as a resident of Cook County, where Arlington Heights uh, is, where the Bears will probably end up going no matter what, they, I, I don't want my tax dollars that could be going to a million other things to go sell, serve some billionaires. Like, it just makes no sense. Yep. If you want to build a stadium, cool. Build it. Yeah. You don't need our money. Right. You don't need our money and all. And... and and quite frankly, all that Chicago has given to the Bears, I I think it's more than fair to say no. You need to you need to just pay. It's funny. It's almost a mirror situation of what Stan Kroenke did in L.A. 
uh, Kroenke had some deals on the table, and then he decided, you know what, it's better for me to just do it myself. And he went and bought the property for a racetrack and paid for the stadium himself. And I, that, that, that complex at, at some point is going to be worth like 15 or $20 billion for Stan Kroenke. Right. Bears owners should do the same thing. All right, last one with Maggie Hendricks as we get ready for the Aces. We got the pregame coming up here at 630. Uh, all the games are on ESPN Las Vegas or Raider Nation Radio 920, which, by the way, Maggie, I hope you spread the word. Vegas has made a massive commitment, and so have the Aces, to broadcasting games, not only on local TV, but also on radio. We're carrying all the games home and away on radio, and I, I think there's a good number of teams that don't even do the home games. So uh, they're, the Aces have committed to it. I don't know it. of... Of yeah. any other any other team that does radio, right? Uh, I don't I yep. don't know of anybody else. I love that. I absolutely love that because it shows how much Vegas cares about this team. And then you go to a game and it's like, oh, Vegas absolutely huh. loves this team. Well, and it also shows if you're organized and you're dedicated, you can make money off broadcast of female sports. And guess what? We're not doing it, you know, out of the uh, love in our hearts. Uh, I'm sure Upper Management no. is like, yeah, we can make money here, so let's do this. So. They're doing it. But i got to get your take on one MMA topic. <laughs> Have you been paying attention to Conor McGregor and his erratic behavior on the show, his appearance, and then this whole deal about a week ago that, like, oh, I can't make the deadline for USADA. So there's not going to be a big card with me and Chandler in 2023. I do not, I do not understand why, any, why the UFC or any, any uh, group would put up with that kind of not caring about their job. I, I, I don't know what, I don't, doesn't matter what the job is. If you show that you don't care and you don't want a job that much, then I feel like your employer should start believing you, you know? So like he has shown that this is not a serious thing to him. And you know, Michael Chandler, fellow Missouri Tiger, a wrestler, I, you know, I've he's known him forever. He doesn't, deserve to be faffed around like this you know so it it ticks me off to see that his bad behavior mcgregor's bad behavior continues to be rewarded because the rest of the fighters don't deserve to be treated like that maggie great spot enjoy the game tonight we'll get you on soon appreciate your time thank you so much it was great to have great hanging out with you guys there she is maggie Hendricks, usa today yahoo sports now with bally's long time media member covering MMA and, uh, and the USC. Had her run-ins over the years, very outspoken with USC management. And now she's all over the WNBA, she'll be all over the Olympics, so good voice on lots of different sports. Yeah, I was gonna see if she'd rather have Conor McGregor or Sean Strickland succeed. Live entertainment returns to Silver 7s every Friday and Saturday from 8.30 to midnight at the Bud Light Sports Bar inside Silver 7's Hotel and Casino. Cofield and Company presents... Grab Bag. Don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Only on ESPN Las Vegas. Stick your hand in there, Dave. We have so many sports around Las Vegas. It's crazy that the RJ covers a lot of them, or at least gives them a little bit of love, some features here and there. Slam ball? Oh, yeah. I know uh, Dangerous Danny and Damon filling in for Q the other day on Raider Nation Radio 920 had someone on. So what piqued your interest on this one? 
Well, if you remember when they first announced it a couple months ago, uh, myself and John Von Tobel proclaimed on the air that we planned on starting a Slam Ball podcast. Oh, We're really? In. We are in. All in. And I got the invite to go out and uh, check out some practices tomorrow at training camp, and I'm very excited to do that. Uh, look for a, a piece coming up Sunday in the, in the, in the RJ. But uh, Will there be a scathing column if you don't like it? I already like it. What if, they, this, what if it changes your mind up close and you're like, no, oh, I don't. No, no, no. This is, it's, a, it's, it's fascinating from the standpoint of obviously it's a, something that was tried a while ago, kind of went away for a while, now it's coming back. It's one of those things that you watch and you say this should be massive. This should be a massive global success. So I want to get to the bottom of why it has not been. But there's few sports that on their surface should be more successful than Slam Ball. Well, that's a bold prediction. Yeah. Or a bold proclamation. Good. Trampolines and basketball together? With tackling and full contact? I mean, come on. I'm going to ask a weird question. Okay. I mean, it's an obvious question. Were you ever a trampoline person? No. Why not? It's very dangerous. I leave it to the professionals. No, I don't mean slam I ball. Too I, much just, I just mean trample like a trampoline in the backyard. We had a, we I mean our neighbors had a trampoline that we would jump on, sure. Did you like it's it? Incredibly dangerous. Why? I mean you every once in a while you'll see like everybody's jumping and then you'll see that one person go too high and they just start floating, you're like, Oh no. Oh no. I saw way too many injuries. You, you know what's see, funny? Like, they just keep rising and rising, you're like, No, he's not gonna Oh no. Really? This is one of those topics. We really are the two old guys up in the balcony from the Muppets. Just, just like, no. no. no I've, I've literally I, watched it, though. I, I don't, I mean, that, and that's my problem. I, it's weird. I, I don't think I had any friends who had a trampoline. Maybe a neighbor did right next door, but I never had any interest in going over there and doing it. For some reason, I always have the image. Was there a pro athlete who did it and like dislocated their ankle? I'm sure. Like I had no, I had no problem playing multiple sports and sliding, and like I, you know, I, did, I never really got seriously hurt playing basketball or baseball. Well, when, I, I got hit in the in, face a couple times well, and busted when in, open. When in basketball or baseball are you like twenty feet off the ground? I had a real good vertical. No, okay. um, no, but in basketball you could, you know, you could tear a knee or hurt an ankle, and I just, I don't know, for some reason, I always envision people on trampolines, and all of a sudden your ankles just turn the wrong way, and I'm like, oh, no, thank you. Not even that, you get caught, you get your ankle caught in like the springs yep. on the side, or you, as I said, or you fall just, off the side. You jump too high, and you're just floating, and you're like, you can't, you can't re- recoup. I've watched it many times. But here's the thing: I was old when I was nine. But the other problem like, I'm is not, I'm not doing a trampoline. Well, the other problem is here in Vegas, where where well. we were, that is different from maybe where you're growing up. For it was. It's that your your trampoline is on the in the back, like on the dirt, and there's rocks, and you're just gonna yep. fall down and crack your head open on a rock. Watch that happen before. Well, I mean, the other one is you're a parent, you're putting good money into a trampoline. Good luck with the wind here. That's true too. That thing's going blowing away. It's, it's not as bad as the Midwest, where but, I feel like the number one object in a tornado is a trampoline. But in that's true. Inside the friendly confines of Slam Ball Arena, none of that, none of that, none of those problems. All safe. I go. Oh, Look at him. He brings us right back. He's like, this college is gonna be great. I can't wait. I can't. I can't wait to write some nasty letters about your love of uh, slam ball. Well, you're going to see the games coming up in a while. I'm very much looking forward to that too. And uh, tune in for me and JVT's slam ball podcast coming soon. You have a lot of time to do a podcast. Well, I'm looking forward to. I'll that. make time for slam ball. Back in the bag. Stick your hand in there, Dave. Uh, Carolyn Wozniacki. She's back. Okay. Why? Uh, she took time away to start her family. Family is starting to grow up. She had. Uh, she also had some arthritis issues 
Ten, she's got tennis under player, control. right? Yeah. Uh, former number one in the world. Was she like 38? Uh, I think she's 32. Oh, my God. It is crazy. Like she walked away at 29 yep. to, to marry David Lee and have a family. She is 32, and she is married to the former... Warrior and New York Nick six nine David Lee, but I guess she's been uh, she's been just out on the you know she's been hitting balls with David Lee, and she just said one day she's like, I think I've been hitting it pretty good lately, and he's like, you have, and she's like, I think I should try to come back. He said, why not? That was the conversation. Now she's back. Am I a weirdo when I US see Open. when I see six nine basketball player and five ten tennis player, and I'm like, oh my god, they're kids. There's another Wemby coming. Could be. Athletic, tall. You never know. God, as, as one of their kids, I'd, I mean, be, I'd be how, so pissed if I wasn't at least 6'5". Think how good that kid might be at slam ball one day. I'm sure that's what their number one concern, Probably. right? Probably. Not professional basketball or Probably. tennis. The lucrative sport of slam ball. Big news uh, servicing on Twitter right now, Steve, that you're going to be very excited about, too. Okay. Surprise album tonight dropping. From? New Drake album. Come on. Yeah. Surprise album dropping tonight. Am Midnight. I going to be excited about this? I am. Nine o'clock west, nine o'clock Pacific. I am. You know where I'll be. All right, stick around. Aces basketball right here on ESPN Las Vegas, going against the Liberty. The drive to go thirty-nine and one. It continues. Do it. Great job with our guest today. Good job back in the studio by Ari James out here. Thank you to Silver Sevens for housing the show again. Great partner with uh, ESPN Las Vegas and Lotus Broadcasting. We'll see you.